Hello and welcome to the Play Piano by Ear podcast. Oh, yes, it's a good day. Uh, you know, it's a good day because God is good. In this podcast, I or episode, in this episode, I am going to be talking about how piano is usually taught backwards. And then I'm going to bring in the upside down backwards approach that's going to turn piano teaching right side up. <laughs> So, general, my general premise of this is that a lot of there's, is that there's two different approaches to playing certain kinds of piano. There's the classical piano where you're reading sheet music, and this is more like the traditional piano lesson uh, method. And then there is the way that playing by ear can be taught so that any student, any age can learn it. Okay, hang on a second. I am recording. Oh, no problem. This is. I did put some oil in my car. All right, see ya. Love you too. Okay, that was my dad. My dad helps me with my oil in my car. So, so, uh, yeah. So we're talking about the the way to teach piano, and the classical method is is taught where we learn how to read sheet music, and then eventually we get. To reading music in other different keys. So this would be like you might start learning a song in the key of C, and then you're going to learn a song in the key of G. So now we introduce one sharp, and then you learn a song in the key of D. Now we have two sharps, and then eventually you learn all of the, the key signatures. Twelve. Twelve major key signatures. Then you learn about the minor keys, and then you learn about your scales, and then you learn about chords. And really, chords can be taking three notes from your scale, and generally this is how chords are taught. First, the scale is taught, and then the chords are taught. And teachers teach it by deriving the chord from the scale, which is kind of an interesting way to do it. It works. It really works. It does work. Um, however, the only, the only problem with this method, here's the problem. The problem is that most of the time, students, it's, it's just going to take way too long to, to learn all the 12 keys, all the 12 major keys, and become proficient in those keys. And one reason it takes a while is because the harder the key gets, usually the more difficult the song gets. For example, Chopin, oh, one of my favorite composers, Chopin, he composes a lot of songs. He likes the key of C sharp minor, which is a great key, but the unfortunate thing is that as your difficulty of song increases, as your as the music increases in difficulty, well then all of a sudden, boop, like here's a really hard key, and there hasn't even been a lot of practice playing an easy song in a difficult key. I think there there should be a way to <laughs> practice difficult keys with easy songs. For example, we play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star in the key of C, and then we try to play, you know, Chopin something or other in the key of C-sharp minor. Why don't we try, if you're introducing a new key, why don't we go back to the simple song, like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and um, <clears throat> play it in a difficult key, and just get familiar with different keys that way. So that was a little bit of a rabbit trail, but the main, the main point that I'd like to make here is that it just takes too long for classical traditional piano lessons to get to the chords and all of the keys 
in fact, it takes years. <laughs> this is the problem. This is why this is why playing by ear isn't a super common thing. It just takes so long to learn all of these chords and all of these scales and put it all together in the circle of this. It just takes years and years and years. In fact, I was about 13 or 14 until I learned and understood about the circle of this and how all the chords work together and how all the key submissions work together. And it was revolutionary. I was like, why didn't I learn this sooner? <laughs> and so it, it should not have to take years and years and years and years and years to learn to learn um, how all of the scales and key signatures and chords work together. This is the foundation block of playing by ear. It should not have to take years, but all this together. Uh, and the reason why it does take years with the traditional method book, which I don't have anything against traditional method books if you're learning how to play sheet music. I actually use them. <laughs> I use the traditional method books. I like them to teach sheet music. But as just saying, there should be some sort of supplement or some sort of additional resource to learn how to play chords. The reason why, here's the reason, here's the reason I've been wanting to get to. The reason why it takes so long to learn the circle of fifths and all of the key signatures is because it really does take a while for someone's sight reading and an actual playing ability to match all 12 keys with the staff. If you are just focused on staff and you're just going to be working on sheet music and just playing according to the books, it's going to take a long time to become proficient in those things. But here's what I'm so passionate about. I am passionate about teaching chords visually. So by visually, I mean totally bypass the whole sheet music thing. Not because um, I don't think it's valuable. I do think it's valuable in its right time. I think what should happen first is the students should get a firm understanding of chords. And this can happen by just taking a picture of the piano, drawing a piano, literally, the white and black keys, and then coloring in the chord. And this makes it accessible to any level. If you have zero piano experience, you can just look at the keys that are colored in on the piano picture and press them on your piano. You can find those same keys and press them, and you can learn the chords this way. And same type of thing with if you are an advanced pianist, even if you do look at the pictures and, and you understand, like, well, I understand how that could be played on the staff. I, I would totally get that. Um, it doesn't it doesn't take away from the fact that you can still learn it just by looking at the piano. You just have, you do have an advantage, but you already know how it looks on the staff. But this, 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 teaching course visually makes it accessible to all levels. And that's what I'm so passionate about. This works even for five-year-old students. I have I have young students. I have five-year-old students, nine-year-old students. I have I have ten-year-old students who understand the circle of fifths. It's awesome. It's so awesome. So it's it's just very very fun. And the the great thing is <laughs> that when you teach courses this way, you're helping students to really begin the process of playing by ear because chords are the foundation block. There's a few foundation blocks. It's not just like one foundation block. Just like when you're building a house, there's not just one, you know, one brick that you kind of build the whole house on. There's multiple foundation blocks. 
and and uh, just like with playing by ear, there's multiple foundational pieces that come together to enable a student to play by ear. And chords are one of those pieces, and it's the, according to me, the best thing to get started on first. So that's why I'm doing some episodes on chords uh, right here at the beginning. One thing that teachers don't usually talk about is looking at the piano keys. Most of the time, that is not allowed in piano lessons. Like, don't look at the keys. Don't look at your hands. And that's just because <laughs> sometimes students will go to their piano lesson and they don't want to take the time to learn how to read music on the staff, so they just memorize what their teacher plays. And then they come back the next week and just play it from memory, and they haven't really learned how to read <laughs> read sheet music. That is not cool. <laughs> so that's why teachers say, don't look at your hands. They want students to actually have to learn how to read um, read the notes on the staff, which is so important. Um, and I get that. But when you're playing chords, if you don't look at the piano, that's going to be really hard to play chords. The great thing about chords is that you're finding different chords on the piano, so you're going to get super comfortable moving your hands. You're not going to be stuck in middle C position, you know. Put your fingers here. Stay here for the whole song. No, chords. You're, you're, you're looking for patterns and groupings of keys on the piano. And all of a sudden, these keys that just seem like a bunch of black and white keys start to become different groupings and you start to see them in different ways because you see the makeup of the chords and how they all work together. So really, uh, piano, traditional piano, teaches how to read the staff first and then eventually gets to the circle of this and chords. My way of thinking just goes the opposite. Like, let's jump to the end first. Let's just start learning the chords and then learn all of the technical things later right? So learn, um, learn the theory, learn the theory behind it, but, but let's just jump right in. You know, even with sheet music, you don't know all of the theory right at the beginning. You just jump in. This is middle C. This note is D. This note is E. Here's how you play it on the piano. And it's just so easy. It's broken down step by step. That should be the same thing with chords, you know? Here, play this note. Play this note with it. Play these three notes together. Here's your first chord. And then later add to it and fill in the knowledge gaps there. But um, the interesting thing is that a lot of times students who go to college for piano music get a wonderful foundation with scales, and then they teach chords and they do teach the circle with this. All this is taught in college, which is fabulous. And, and then a lot of times um, piano players can improv and, and do all sorts of things, but the reason is is because of that foundational knowledge on the circle of this and scales and chords, and I'm just saying we need to take this knowledge that's only kind of reserved for college, and we need to put this in the textbooks for five-year-old beginner piano students and give them the keys to playing by ear, or at least playing by chords. Chords is, chords is a, like, like I said earlier, chords is one of those foundational blocks. And the great thing about this backwards teaching method teaching chords first just by colors and pictures and then filling in the theory later. The great thing about this is that you can actually do both. You can you can learn traditional piano, so this is like going forward, and then you can also learn chords just by the pictures and, and, um, and the shape of the notes and, and where to put your hands on the piano. You can just learn those as well, and that's almost like going backwards, right? So we start at the end and come backwards, or as traditional piano, we start at the beginning and go forwards. 
Well, eventually, the two are going to meet. And the great thing is, when the two meet, when, when your when you're, um, sheet music or playing ability of playing the actual music, when that meets with your knowledge of chords and scales and circles, just, wow, all of a sudden you are miles ahead, just miles ahead of the the average student, you know, because right when the, the average student would be beginning to learn about the circle assist, that's when um, you, if you've been t doing both of these methods, forward and backwards, learning, learning sheet music and learning chords, that's when you are going to just be tying the finishing pieces together. You're like, oh yeah, I know how. I know, I know all about this song. It's in the key of E, so our chords are E and B and A, and that's our major chords, and our relative minor chords are C sharp and C sharp minor and um, G sharp minor and F sharp minor, and then our scale has four sharps. You're just going to be tying the finishing pieces together and recognizing patterns in your sheet music. This is so important. I have gone back to some of my songs in previous, previous classical songs, previous songs that have sheet music, so my paper books, and I've gone back to these, and I've just suddenly realized, whoa, there are so many chord patterns in these songs. In fact, classical composers are geniuses. I appreciate classical music so much. <laughs> but I tell you what, I don't know what, what sort of method books they used, but I do know one thing. They had a firm understanding of scales and chords and the circle of this and how it all worked together. If you just analyze the chords and the scales that are used in, in a sonata or in different pieces, in a nocturne, oh, it's beautiful. But they are they were geniuses. I mean just all the famous all the famous piano composers. They had a solid understanding on this. And that is on, on chords and the whole circle of fifths and scales, that's what enabled them to launch their creativity. That's what enabled them to flourish and just to compose song after song after song after song. The amount of songs that some of those composers composed, huh. I mean, some of those songs must have just been like, you know, a midnight thought or something. Just, whoop, here's a song. <laughs> but that must have just come from their, their complete knowledge of all the chords and scales and how it all ties together. And I think that's something that is really missing in today's teaching world. And I am I, here to propose that we can bring it back. We can bring back this understanding of chords and scales and the circle of this, and we can, we can bring it into the method books so that it's taught at an early age, and all of a sudden, the knowledge of chords and then the, the sheet root music abilities are going to, are going to meet in the middle, and, and you, as the musician, are going to be so much farther ahead, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's actually a lot more fun to play piano when you understand the chord patterns that are happening. I have a student right now who's learning a piece by Debussy, and we literally just spent a big chunk of the lesson looking at the chords in the piece, and then he just practiced playing each chord from the piece, and and he came back the next week, and then the following weeks as he's been practicing his chords, it's just been amazing. I've I've been I've been so pleased with his progress, and it's just because when you recognize chord patterns, your brain takes a group of notes and puts them together, which is so much easier to play than one individual note 
and then the next individual note, and the next individual note. If that's all, if that's all you're doing is just playing by individual note, that's going to be very difficult. But if you can recognize patterns and chords and, and groupings, then your sight reading abilities are going to skyrocket. It's going to be awesome. So today was just a really fun episode talking about the approach to playing by ear, forwards, backwards, upside down, all sorts of all sorts of creative approaches to get chords, circle of fifths, scales taught in a way that is fun and engaging and and even colorful. I I put together a PDF, it's a free PDF on my Instagram page, Music Minute with Morgan, and it has the 12 major chords. You can go find it there. So have a great day. It's an awesome day. It's a good day because God is good.